Hey friends, welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I am your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so glad to be here with you today. The music in the background, as you probably know, is a little uh, calmer and a little uh, more serious than usual. It is the song Precipice by Creekmore. It was written in partnership with my book, Remember God, and it's just beautiful. I hope you will go listen to it. It's on Spotify. You can buy it on iTunes. Pretty much anywhere you want to get music, you can get Precipice. It's beautiful. I, I have been using it in like a um, kind of read a little bit and then sit and reflect with that song playing kind of over me. So make sure you check that out. Speaking of music, today on the show, we're combining some of my very favorite things. As you know, the two biggest goals in my heart for us as podcasty people and podcasty friends is that you would love the Enneagram and international soccer. And luckily, we've had some great soccer shows lately. Taylor Twellman, uh, Aaron Tuning, and Dave Barnes talking about the World Cup. We've had some great soccer shows. And now it's time for an Enneagram show. If you've never heard of it before, I'm not saying Enneagram, but if I was, you'd be a 10. Uh, I'm saying Enneagram, E-N-N-E-A-gram. And it is just a personality um, assessment, a tool to help you figure out not only who you are, but what some of the motivations are behind what you do. People ask all the time, what kind of test should I take? And the truth is with the Enneagram, it's not always a test that'll give you the exact answer. So it's more like maybe take a test, do some reading, see which one connects with you the most. Um, There is your Enneagram coach, Beth McCord, has an assessment. Uh, Ian Cron and Suzanne Stabile, the authors of The Road Back to You, have assessments. And then there's one at the number nine types.com. You can go to any of those and kind of get started on your journey of figuring out your Enneagram type. And today on the show, we have one of my favorite creatives and musicians, Ryan O'Neill. You may know him as Sleeping at Last. For the last few months, he has been creating songs around the Enneagram types. And so many of you reached out to me and said, Annie, you've got to hear these songs. And I'm like, I know he's my bro, man. I love Ryan. I've been following this so closely. I I just think so highly of him. I think you're going to love this conversation today about creativity and music and the Enneagram. Ryan is one of the smartest and he has really just put his heart and mind into this. And I am just such a fan. You'll hear I gush over my friends and I gush over Ryan O'Neill. So I'm just so impressed with his work that he does. So here's my conversation about the Enneagram songs and lots of other music and creativity with my friend from the band Sleeping at Last, Ryan O'Neill. Okay, so I have a zillion things I want us to talk about, if that's okay Yeah, I'm excited. If you're ready. We're going to talk about the Enneagram songs, but I just have to tell you, I know I've told you on text, and I've told you in as many capital letters as I can, the seven songs, unbelievable, man. Oh, thank you. That that means so much to hear. Thank you very much. I I, I feel like a broken record when I say this, but I, I was really nervous about this one. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess I've been nervous about every Enneagram song specifically because I'm like, oh, I've never written anything that's supposed to represent like a group of people. A people group. Yeah. yeah that you're so, not in. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it's it's yeah. a little terrifying. But thank you for saying that. That means, means the world to me. Well, it's just... Um, It's just incredible. In fact, I'm creating some um, art for my new house, and I think I'm using some of your lyrics. Are you serious? Do I pay you in money for that? How does that work? No, 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 no. That's silliness. I should. You pay me in the honor that that is. (laughs) Yeah, I think I want to do that line about hope. Oh, Um, good. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I say it to me, it. though. Um, uh, I feel hope deep in my bones. Tomorrow will be tomorrow beautiful. Tomorrow will be beautiful. And I yeah. did not remember that off the top of my head. I had to actually look at it. You did. Wow, <laughs> you looked really fast. That was really fast. What are you doing with all the lyrics for all the songs you're writing? Are you doing anything for yourself? No, I I used to have, and I, I haven't kept up with it, but I have like, I, I love old typewriters. So I used yeah. to kind of ceremoniously uh, type out the lyrics and kind of have like a, a little collection of, of a song when I finished it, but yeah. haven't done that. So I'm, I'm going to retroactively do that. Do you do that with all your songs, not just the Enneagram ones? <clears throat> yeah, I started doing it like maybe a couple of years ago and I probably did it for like four of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. And then I totally dropped the ball. So I do a similar thing where I, when I sign a book deal, I, you're supposed to sign three copies of every book deal you sign. And so I take pictures with three different groups of people that are like really in my life at that particular season. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I frame it because otherwise, if you don't actively choose to do that stuff, you will forget how, how 
important those little moments were. No, absolutely. And it is funny when you're working on, I'm sure, I'm sure this is like magnified times a hundred when you're, when you're finishing a book, but when I'm finishing a song, I always feel like it's the most important thing in my universe for, you know, mm-hmm. for the month or two. And then, that's right. And then when you look back, like, you know, six months later, you're kind of like, oh yeah, that was all of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't listened to it in yeah, three it's months. It's completely gone now. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's back up and then we're going to get to Enneagram, but let's back up. Tell me, here's what's happening to me on the internet all the time right now is people are always saying to me, do you know there's a guy called Sleeping at Last? And I'm like, A, he's my actual friend. And B, that is not his name. His name is Ryan um, O'Neill. Why have you stayed Sleeping at Last, even though the band isn't what the the original band? What made you do that instead of being... Ryan, because it's a uh, always been like these personal songs for me. It sort of felt weird to like um, change journals, I guess, if you will. Oh, that's <laughs> so, good. Um, I, I just sort of kept kept it going. I felt like yeah, and there's no there's no major like stylistic shift in in what I was working on, and I was always the 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 only so- songwriter. So I kind of felt like all right, sounds oh, weird really? that it's so a band it was, name. It but wasn't ever that there were a bunch of songwriters. It was always you writing. It was songs. always me. Yeah, yeah, I've always been really ah. probably probably overly stubborn about writing but um they've always been like kind of literally uh torn out of my journal <laughs> yeah. so, each of these songs oh that's amazing yeah so i felt like, like I, I could change the name but there's also an actor named ryan o'neill so it's kind of like this <laughs> right i'm like you know, right, i already a got a name. problem with annie downs right Do really because yeah 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 because there's an ant that's the reason i'm annie f everywhere because annie downs is a famous quilter in australia oh well you can pick up quilting whenever you wish and i can right? do acting i i get headlines sent to me that are like whenever the ryan o'neill actor is in trouble in some way <laughs> oh is he a misbehaving kind of actor? a little, a little bit so i I get I get a, a preview of how Wait, that would look if I I'm were to. I'm uh... googling him right now. <laughs> I need to know who this other Ryan he's, O'Neill he's is. He's an older gentleman, an older gentleman that uh, um, I think is was he related in... to Tatum O'Neill? Yes, yes. I yeah. I can't remember how, but his I... father. Oh, I know exactly who he is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, he so he, he ruined behave. my 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 solo title. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> no, it okay, always, so I get it. it. So sense, I get yeah. it. So you stayed. You stayed sleeping at last. Stayed sleeping at last. It is a weird name. It, it just kind of becomes a, a thing in your head after a certain time. Like it's not even, they're not even words in my in my mind anymore. It's just like, right. it is just the, <laughs> just the sound that represents the, the things that I make. Yes, yes. And where did y'all get it in the first place? I hate when people ask that question no, to fans. I'm so all. sorry. Um, it, it, I, I was looking for a band name when I was probably, I don't know, like six. 17 years old and I went to a bookstore and was paging through poetry and I joked around with a friend and I was like all right whatever whatever poem is next I'm gonna I'm gonna name my band after that and uh-uh. uh, it was a poem called sleeping at last so I was like oh, oh my gosh like there but it was yeah there it was that's so. amazing that's the best okay so and now you y'all aren't a full band anymore it's you as a songwriter just a dude and yep. a musician I mean just a dude is not fair because you do an incredible amount on each of these songs and on each song you create, but that doesn't even count that you're like making songs that they're putting on Grey's Anatomy and, (laughs) and all this other stuff. Oh, thank you. I I love doing it. And I like, um, I'm an introvert. So I like working by myself in the studio. I get to to be my, yes, that's true. (laughs) I I like, uh, I like pretending there are uh, more of me in the room. Yeah. Well done instead of actual other people. (laughs) I mean, when you and I met in LA two years ago, literally the first conversation we had in that living room was what everybody's Enneagram numbers were. Oh my gosh. I'm embarrassed. I, I feel like I feel like when I'm done writing these Enneagram songs, I need to go on like a, a I, I need to not bother anybody with the Enneagram for at least a year. And then <laughs> well, it was Hodges to too. It. David Hodges was with us and it's going to be, <laughs> if, if he and you and I are in the same room, Enneagram gonna is going to yeah, come up. It's going to come up. The same is true for me because when I do other interviews, people are always like, so, I mean, we know you love the Enneagram. Do you want to talk about it? I'm always yeah. like, oh, I feel embarrassed. <laughs> it's like when you like someone too much and everybody knows you like them. Yeah, they're like, all right, we're going to let you talk about this for a little while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm always like, oh, sorry, I'm well, I forget no who who I've had conversations with about it, and then there's there's a few friends that are, uh, or even my wife's friends who are, uh, I just assume they might have heard about it, and so I'll I'll mention something really strange about the enneagram. They'll be like, "What? Wait, what are you talking about?" I'm like, yeah. "Oh, you know the enneagram," and then 
if you're not prepared to talk about what it is, it just sounds like a cult, like right off the bat. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's very Okay, so scary do this sounding. for me. For anybody, we have a couple of episodes in the history of That Sounds Fun. There's one with Beth McCord, who's your Enneagram coach on Instagram and Twitter, and then one with Seth Abram talking about Christmas gifts for different Enneagram oh, types. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's great. It was great. But will you do like a um, like a two sentence, what is the Enneagram for people? Oh my gosh, I should be I should be better at this than I am. I should um, too. That's why I'm letting you do is, that, a typology of nine interconnected personality types and like the origin is pretty much pretty well unknown uh, I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it which but I really the, like that yeah kind of in one way it's it's kind of funny because it, it seems like it's it's so new and the way people are excited about it it does feel like there are a lot of new layers of it being added you know currently um, which for me kind of it always seems kind of funny I guess I'm doing it with these songs but uh, it, it seems like oh we're just like everybody anybody that has a thought you can just toss it on into the Enneagram <laughs> teaching right. center and it'll right. just pop on up. Um, but the origins are kind of unknown. And um, I just, whenever I heard it, uh, maybe seven years ago, I could not get it out of my head as soon as uh, Chris Hewitt was the one who taught yeah. uh, taught it to me. And Really? I, I was, he Like you learned from him first off? Yeah. First off, um, it was about seven or eight years ago. Uh, he was just staying with us when he was coming through town. And um, my wife and I, and he, uh, he was like, yeah, have you guys ever heard of this Enneagram thing? And I, I, I sort of hate personality types which is kind of funny to say now um right. so i was really skeptical and just um but I, I i so love chris that i was just like all right i'll at least give it my you know my thought for a minute yeah <laughs> and, and then I, I i couldn't i couldn't not uh see it in every relationship and i couldn't see it I, I couldn't ignore it in the in my own patterns and who who i am and yeah so it kind of it took a while for me to kind of make sense of it but and how quick did you rise you were a nine I don't think there was any question. <laughs> really? That's how I've I got, feel about being a seven dude. Really? Like as soon as, yeah, I read a kid's book. A friend of mine had a kid's book in 2011 <laughs> of like awesome. the seven Enneagram types explained to kids. And one of the things that it said about sevens is, sevens can always think of other jobs they'd like to be doing. And I started crying <laughs> oh, because I had awesome. always thought that I wasn't content. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. And you know, you they finally... say that thing to Christian teenagers like, when you are content with what you have is when God will bring you what you want. You oh, know? yeah, that's so and good. And so I had always thought, oh, the reason I'm not married and the reason I don't have all these things that I want is because I'm not content with what I have. Nope, not at all. Yeah, that's that's where I feel like the, the Enneagram is such a, I don't know, it just gives language to these things that a lot of people are feeling and don't really know what to do with. And, um, right, just, it's yeah. such freedom. And it also like when when... It gave me words to explain why I handled pain some of the ways I handled oh, pain. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Me too. And I, I, in typical nine fashion, I was very, very slow. I'm actually, I feel like I'm the the least educated in the type nine, um, especially as I'm writing these songs. I saved it right. for the last. Um, I was about to say, you saved you for the last on yeah, purpose? I, I, you know, not really on purpose. I, I sort of figured if anybody isn't aware or just doesn't care about the Enneagram, that these songs will be one through nine, like starting with one and ending on yeah. nine. It's just like yeah. as, as digits. It'll it just, just be makes songs. Sense. Yeah. yeah it'll, <laughs> like, cool. You did a song for each of the numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, but I, I'm actually really glad I did that because I feel like uh, returning to who I am, or even figuring out who I am at the end of this, will be will be really healthy for me because I feel like I'm I'm diving in so. Uh, I'm trying to do this as best I can, and I really, really want to honor each type, and um, I just want to, I want to, I want to do each type justice. So I feel like I'm losing a little bit of myself as I'm trying to figure out how other people think. And because you're really, this because, I mean, you're doing what a nine does really naturally, <laughs> merging and, like really, yes, yeah. merging into every other number. Yes, exactly. So I think it'll probably be good for. I hope it's a good thing for me to return to myself <laughs> at, at the, the very end. Yeah, that's kind of brilliant. Versus starting, you know, a seven, we'd have like started with ourselves yeah. and gotten bored. <laughs> Or three in and been like forget no it I don't care about anybody no else. way and I, I've said this before but I, I sevens really are my absolute favorite like uh, for those of you that don't know there's uh, there's a need for each type and for the, the sevens need it's the, the need to avoid pain and for the nines need it's the need to just avoid <laughs> yeah period. yeah and so I always kind of feel like uh, the seven is like the the um, evolved version of the nine it's just like you guys it's just really efficient you guys are only avoiding pain and you have all this <laughs> amazing we figured out how to handle everything else and, except yeah. pain. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just avoiding it all, just laying on the floor, waiting for tomorrow to come. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so, so funny. So I'm pretty jealous. I but I I, I truly mean that. I, I don't think I've ever spent time around a seven and didn't leave feeling like I want to change my life and do everything. <laughs> 
So I'm very inspired by by you and your type. Well, I, and I just think it's been interesting as I've listened through. I, here's a funny thing. Are you ready? I have listened and to every song and every podcast except the fives because I when the five released, I was having a really painful experience with the five. Oh, okay. And so I was like, I can't even hear a song that will make me feel sympathetic. Oh no, or that will explain <laughs> this five to me more because I'm so hurt by five I behavior. I get that. Yeah, no, totally. That makes sense. And sevens and fives, behavioral-wise, sevens are going to come towards you and want to, let's talk and let's, you know, like, and fives are hiding. The exact opposite. Yeah, they're going to run Yeah, and far, so I felt like I was standing that. at the edge of a cave screaming for someone to come out of their cave. Oh, that is really hard. Yeah, I mean, especially being on the opposite ends of, like, the the head center of, of intelligence. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, though. That's That stinks that you went through but, that. Yeah, I mean, it happens. That's real life. That's living with it humans, right? Life. My other totally. option is to be in zero relationships of any kind with anyone, and that's not going to work either. Oh. Well, you just totally sevened and uh, reframed that beautifully. I, so. <laughs> nice oh, my work. gosh. I know. I know. I'm <laughs> sorry. But as I listen to all the types... Tell me, back up, and because one of the things you do that I think is so cool is you do series like this. Like you have a series of astrology songs, or astronomy songs, not yeah, astrology, yeah. cancer. <laughs> that's, that's coming up later. Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have a series of astronomy songs. Yeah. And you have a Christmas album, and you do covers. Like how do you, and now an Enneagram series, how do you back me up to where you are conceiving of a series or are you currently conceiving of the next series? I started kind of doing like the thematic writing, maybe, maybe like in 2011 ish, I started a project called yearbook and it was sort of like a, a, a writing challenge more than anything else for me. Cause I, I just, I felt like I wasn't writing songs very often and uh, I was very slow. And so I, I wanted to change that. And so I decided when did to write... this start being your full-time hustle. Like when, how long have you been a singer songwriter? So I, I started, the, I think the name sleeping at last was the very beginning of two thousands. Um, and then, and uh, I think my first like full length record on a, on a record company was in 2003, and then I so made... you're saying by 2011 you're like a decade into this career, yeah, and yeah. you're like I gotta write more songs. I'm yes, not writing exactly. Enough. And that first okay. decade, I I was just doing it exactly the way every artist was doing it, which was you know write 12 songs, put it on a record, go tour, promote that record. You know, fast forward right. two years, and then you're going to do, gonna it, do it all over again, rinse yep. and repeat. And so, um, I kind of got a little tired of that. And as an independent artist at that point, um, I, I just, I, I thought like, no, I need to, I need to like do something to challenge myself. And so, uh, this yearbook idea was basically I was going to write three songs every month for an entire year, and then I was going to announce it and take a subscription for it. So I really had to do it. <laughs> and, um, and I think that that sort of that sort of changed the way I approached music from yeah. from that point on until now. And a huge part of what I found really helpful in my writing was to have these like themes to to kind of write around. I, I love film scores, so that's another yeah. another I think influence on why I choose to write in in like with these yeah, different concepts. Do that a lot, right? Yeah, totally. I get to I get to in, play around with film and TV stuff, which is which is super fun. And and I, I, I what You're I love so about humble, that is Ryan, that you are not even telling people that oh, like whatever. how much you do. I'll oh, just but... let them Google you and figure it out themselves. <laughs> but it's like That's a huge kind. deal when you when you do a score for an entire film. Oh, thank you. Well, I I have uh, had the privilege of doing it a few times. And what I what I really love about it is that the visuals on the screen sort of make a very clear uh, statement as to whether or not the music makes sense. So if, yeah. I'm, if I'm working on something, as opposed to like a blank canvas where you're just like, anything goes and I just have to decide if I like it. <laughs> right. So I right. kind of like the the creative parameters of being like, all right, today I'm going to write a song based on, you know, the the four emotions, the, the four basic emotions. So today is going to be a song called Sorrow. And I know that that song should not contain like a bunch of ukuleles and marimba. Right, right, <laughs> you know? right. I mean, I actually probably could make that pretty sad, but... Um, You'd figure out a way. Yeah. So I, it's kind of like a creative jumping off point that um, right. that I just really love. So that in combination with my, my love for concept albums, I kind of have always just loved the... Love that idea where, where it's not just a collection of random songs. They all kind of some have some relationship with one another. And, and so, um, so yeah, so all that to say is I'm currently working on Atlas, which is w- where these Enneagram songs live. And um, Atlas is like this ongoing series that started uh, several years ago. And I think it'll be um, three volumes long. So I'm currently in okay, the second Okay, so one volume. more. Yeah, one more after this. And I think, um, I think the themes will all, after the Enneagram stuff, um, 
which belongs to Atlas Two. Um, I'm sorry, this is where I go into the weeds. <laughs> I like it so much. I would stop you if I wanted to. I like it so much. I think this is Thank so you. brilliant. Oh, that's very kind. Uh, so, okay, I'll, I'll rewind a little bit. Atlas One is sort of the, uh, all the songs are themed based on like the origins of everything. So it starts with an EP called Darkness, which is the unknown. It, then it moves on to an EP called Light, which is the beginning of everything and the universe and um, God and uh, all the all, all, all the knowable things that we know. Um, and then it moves forward to kind of getting closer. Things and things we know. That's a beautiful <laughs> way to put that, Ryan. <laughs> or just like the most clunky way to put that. But <laughs> no, I love <laughs> but it. Thank you. Um, and then it kind of gets closer and closer to us. And so Atlas 2 is all about... Um, um, like our involuntary human development. And so I, I fit Enneagram into that, but the other themes in two are um, our senses, our, uh, um, our basic emotions, and then our intelligence centers, and then which that leads to the Enneagram. And then so year three, uh, which is the, 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 the one that I have yet to actually make and, and figure out entirely, but I know that it's going to be like the voluntary development of, of who we are. So it's what we do with all those things that we inherited. The voluntary development of who we are. You're going to write songs about how we become better people. Yeah, I hope so. I, I kind of want like I, I feel like dreaming and and love and and creativity and cities and all that kind of stuff will be it, the the themes will float around some something like that. So and then then I think it'll end with um, death. Okay. <laughs> so it'll be like a circular thing, and then why'd death. you call it Atlas? Um, I, I felt like uh, I just love the word, and I also uh, felt like somehow that made sense of having this like larger story concept so yeah here's my thing with you ryan o'neill i just think and i saw jeremy cowart say a similar thing on instagram you're gonna hate that i'm saying this um on twitter i mean that i don't know that i know anyone who's as creative as you are i think you and so when when you start talking about this stuff i want to dig in it so hard because i'm so inspired like i'm looking at the wall of this thing that i'm brainstorming and as you're talking i'm like Oh yeah, I could do it like this and like this. It just is um, your ability to create things. It, it's just extraordinary, my friend. I'm just you like, are incredibly kind. That seriously, well, that is so sweet. It's I, amazing. I don't, thank you. And I, I just was. I did look up your discography while you were talking about the movies and shows you're in. Personally, I'm most. I I always hear when you're on Grey's Anatomy because I'm going down with that ship. I'm listening. I'm watching the whole <laughs> way through. That's awesome. Have you? Are you 15 seasons caught up? Oh, for real, yes. Wow, I'm good in for you. It That's to awesome. win it. But like your song was in the trailer of The Fault in Our Stars. Yep. Which is no like tiny deal. Did you get to meet John Green? No, I didn't. But Do you want I, to? I, I love, want to so I love, bad. Yes, I absolutely do. So if he's listening, um, I hope he'll call me for coffee. <laughs> oh my gosh, John Green, if you're listening, Ryan and both I- Both of us would, are going out for coffee. Both yeah. would like to be friends with you. Remind <laughs> me where you live, Ryan. I am in Glen Ellen, Illinois. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're not far from him. He's in Indianapolis. That's true. I'm not stalking. He makes that very public. <laughs> so that's me just knowing what I know about John Green. That's not and, me being creepy. And if John is listening, I, I promise I'm not driving to your house soon. <laughs> yeah. Unless you say we can, and then we yes, will both point sure our going. vehicles toward Indy <laughs> immediately. Right. Right. Um, but also, I mean, I just finished watching Rain, and you had a song in Rain. But there's just, I mean, there's so much, dude. Thank you. Do you I, write those? Like when songs like that get picked up, like four songs from yearbook were on a, like a PSA and a <laughs> billion songs were on Grey's Anatomy <laughs> and on Vampire Diaries. So do they just scroll through your discography and go, hey, we love this song. Can we have it? Yeah. So um, Grey's Anatomy kind of does, they do that as well as they'll, they'll, they'll reach out and say, would you cover this particular song? And so yeah, I've well, done a bunch of covers. You did that just a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, I did um, yeah. Someone to Watch Over Me, a Ger Gershwin yes. song. And I just yes. love, love, love that song. So, um, but yeah, they'll, they'll call up and, and say like, we have, we have this song in mind and wanted you to see if you'd put your spin on yeah. it. And so that's really, really fun to do. But um, uh, most of the time, I would say that it's it's using existing stuff or um, and then. Yeah. So it's kind of it kind of comes in three ways, uh, either either the, the covers or the commissions like that, or I'll write something original. That's for more like, um, I don't know, like the uh, I did a couple advertising things that was once for. Um, Securian in Minneapolis and a couple of things like that. So they'll, they'll say, Hey, we love your stuff and we want to some, something to kind of fit this, this visual that we have going on. So I get that's, that's where I get to um, put on like my, my film score hat, which is really yeah. fun too. So, man, that's so fun. I just think that's so cool. And what, what I know living in Nashville that 
is that for a lot of my friends here, getting songs picked up on TV and movies can help financially make a way for you to create the things you want to create. Absolutely. No, so it's, it's like it, a real gift to y'all as well as the songwriters. Yes, for sure. It, it really, it's, it, it's a, it means a lot when it happens. And uh, I feel like I, I grew up kind of obsessed with movies and TV and I still am very much so obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I was just talking to somebody the other day and we were talking about how, uh, if you could add up all the hours that you spent watching TV or movies, oh, I, gosh, I would be, be terrible? so embarrassed. I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> it would, same, it would same. for sure be in the years category it wouldn't be yeah, days yeah, it'd be yeah. like full on years um so i love it and so getting to do the the thing that i love most in the world create music for film and tv is is really a gift so i, I yeah. love getting to do it never it never gets old what made you decide that um that you wanted to do this part two of atlas as enneagram so because it was the theme of like involuntary human development i kept thinking like it was it was actually interesting i i had the um the, the themes all kind of laid out, but I was missing just a little, uh, like basically the last little portion of it. And I could not figure out how to kind of wrap up the project. And um, Chris and I had, uh, I think we were, I can't remember where we met up and we were talking about the Enneagram and he said something about like, uh, that's, that's right. I was asking him, I'm like, does the, does the Enneagram like, do you believe that you're like born with that wiring or is it something that's like, is it nature or nurture kind of thing? Right. And, um, and so he tended to believe that it was, you know, kind of you're born with that wiring. And I, I, I kind of believe that as well. So I thought I'm like, okay, well that fits perfectly and squarely into this, like, this idea of involuntary human development for, for uh, chapter two of Atlas. And and then, um, so it just, it was kind of a, because it was right on that line too, and nobody really knows, uh, I thought it would be a nice way to finish off this, uh, this Atlas II project. Yeah. So for people who want more, I, I get this question a lot, like resources to read, tests to take, blah, 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 blah. I always say part one, read um, The Road Back to You by Ian and Suzanne, and yeah. then read Chris Hewart's Sacred Enneagram, because it Absolutely. feels, Chris Hewart's is, it feels like the 201 version, like your second level class. You got to really be a thinker Yeah, he's, with he's a smart dude, that's for sure. Um, yeah, and I love, I love how compassionately he talks about each type. Like I, I Dude, yeah, that's, that's real. one thing that I, I really gravitate towards his teaching on it. Um, but I, I love the wisdom of the Enneagram too. I don't know if you've. Yeah. Yeah. That. I like it's, that one too. It's big. <laughs> yeah. For it's real. Re yeah. It's real thick. It's, um, re it's, that's more of an encyclopedia to me than like a read. That's totally true. Yeah. You don't want to start from the beginning and work your way through. That's a, that's a. <laughs> Not unless you like are real, real into it. And <laughs> exactly. if, if you're more into it than me and Ryan. You should have your own podcast. <laughs> yeah, make your own songs. Yeah, serious. <laughs> make your own podcast. That is, I said that to Chris Hewitt's last week too when the seventh song came out. When uh, one of my um, problems with how sometimes because sevens are so fun, people also think we have really thick skin. Right, right, right. And sometimes when people talk about sevens, when experts talk about sevens, I feel like they not make fun of us, but, but don't take us very seriously. Yeah. Even though one of the things they always say is sevens always feel like no one takes them seriously. Yeah. It's like almost like they're not listening to their own writing about it. Yes. 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 And <laughs> right. Chris always feels like, let me tell you about my friend, the seven, yeah. you know, totally. or let me tell you about my friend, the four. And you just go like, he, he likes me. He likes me so much. Absolutely. And I, yeah. And I, I think that that's really, that's really special. So it, it does feel like rather than just, uh, I mean, Chris definitely has his, uh, his education in Enneagram. Yeah, he's done, he's done his work, but yeah. at the same time, like, I feel like he's also balancing it off of like just knowing people and living with people and, and loving people. So. That's right. I agree. Okay. So let's talk about your Enneagram songs now so for all the nine types you've made one song i've made one song hmm per nine types right oh yeah sorry um, i was like i, <laughs> I mean was like, is there something i don't know <laughs> you're gonna have to delete this part i'm like maybe you missed the word favorite song do i have a favorite no. and i'm like um that's a trick question <laughs> no, no, no. for each of the types let me rephrase it it was yes. a bad phrasing so for each of the types one through nine you are you're creating one song for each type that is correct. I am okay. writing one song for each time. And you have done I just one nine through seven and, and just like so walked far. out of the room during that Right. Question. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Annie, I'm out of here. Um, so you've done one through seven, which is why it was time. I was like, as soon as he puts out the seven one, I got to get him on the show. Oh, that's but, awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because I've loved him from the first one. I mean, because I have people in my life that are each of the numbers. Like I told you, all of them, except five. And uh, <laughs> I, all of them, I have just, I mean, the three, your three one, 
I mean, I could have told you all this privately, but I'm telling it to you publicly too. No, I love it. Your three one, I have. I have struggled with male threes in my life. I've oh, yeah. seen male threes make some decisions that have been really hurtful to me personally. Yeah, yep. And it's all personality type where you can point at a distance and go, oh, that guy's a three. Like, right, of course right, he's right. a three. And your song and your podcast about it made me so, and, and having two specific threes come into my life at the beginning of 2018 made me so sympathetic toward them, dude. Like, Aww. You did such a beautiful job of, and with each number of making us see their true and best sides. Both oh, of wow. Those. Thank you. I, that means that seriously, that means so much. Cause I, as I was writing these songs and realizing that I, I'm, I'm writing something that anybody that cares about the Enneagram will, will care a lot about how they're represented. And I, so that's kind of when I came up with the idea, like, all right, these they don't need to just be like um, descriptions of the type. They need to be stories of redemption in some way. It needs to yeah. kind of hold hold honestly, but loosely, uh, the idea of like the the broken parts or the shadows of of each type. But at the same time, it really should, if I'm doing it right, it should be like underlining all of the really really good parts. And um, and for three, that was a so my wife's a three, and it was a it was a it was I oh gosh, I, no pressure, but the no woman pressure, you share yeah, your I life. To kind of work on that one <laughs> real quietly. <laughs> a lot of headphone time on that one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and uh, there are certain types I think that are even more sensitive to uh, to how they're represented. And obviously, three would be three would be one of those types that cares very much about you know how they would be represented. And so, um, yeah, I, I hope that I've I've done an okay job at, at representing each one, or um, I guess highlighting the the beautiful aspects of of each type. But three was it that was a ch- that was a really challenging one because I feel like obviously obviously these songs should be. Um, they shouldn't just be about one version of a person in my life. Like, so I, I'm kind of balancing uh, as I'm writing. Yeah, you can't, if this isn't the spot to write the song about yes, your wife. Yes, exactly, exactly. Right. So, um, but I, it, it was originally just going to be like a full on like love song. So I'm like, all right, I can't have favoritism. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> the whole, all the lyrics are just like, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> I want to live with you forever. And yes. all the other threes are like, what? Exactly. Yeah, like that's What's weird. What's this guy about? Wow, he loves threes. He um, really likes my type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but so yeah, it's it, it's been an interesting challenge, and uh, that story of redemption idea it was I think the most challenging for the the type seven, and I and I'm mm. I'm not just saying this, but I feel like I feel like sevens get punished a little bit for just kind of I, I don't know their your defense mechanism is actually like a really great thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sure, it can be used out of context or it can be used uh, in the wrong way or whatever, but at the same time, it's like I, I, the last thing I wanted to do is bum out seven. And right. I feel like holding some of the, you know, the shadow or the, um, the, the darker parts of the type was, was really challenging for me because I love the th- seven so much. So I tried to just kind of like reframe the entire writing of the redemption story for the seven. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to totally like pull a page out of the, the seven book and, <laughs> yeah. and try to write it with, with that in mind. Like, how can I reframe like a, a, a story of redemption from this type? And, yeah. but it was really hard because I, all of the other types, like we kind of wear the, the ugly stuff a little easier on our sleeves. <laughs> yeah, I mean? right. <laughs> like it's kind of a little bit more obvious for each type, but for the sevens, they're like, I mean, that's they're they're pretty awesome. <laughs> so thank you. I don't want to bring them down. Um, yeah, you're like I don't want to be the reason a seven <laughs> yeah, disappears exactly. and we can't and they're in a binge of some version. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, and they come back. They're like, it was all because of sleeping at last song. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I haven't I, seen my family in six weeks. <laughs> um, oh man. What? Tell me the process of wh- like when you start when it's time to do the song for twos or right now I'm assuming you're working on the eight. Yep, and I'm the nine. On eight. Exactly. What's what happens first? Lyrics, sounds. What? How do you start? I think it's more of a concept first, um, at least for for the Enneagram songs, because I I, I want to like there's there's like a, the fun ways that I can incorporate the type into like the production or into the instrumentation that I choose. That's like I don't know. It kind of points to the caricature of each type, which is not really important and doesn't get to the actual heart of anybody but is is really fun so I, I first kind of yeah. come up with those ideas so for like the seven I I knew that I wanted it to definitely be up tempo I wanted it to be a lot of like children's instrumentation so I, I, I thought it'd be really fun to like grab all the all the you know kids instruments from my from, yeah. my, from my kids and, and try to record each one in the song uh, just kind of to represent the the youth or the kind of the the youthful energy of the seven so there's there's those like little ideas that I'm kind of sketching out and I've I've been writing those down for about a year now or so 
Yeah, for um, every type. Yeah, or for every type. Okay. For every type, and I, I sometimes will change my mind when it actually comes down to writing it. But um, I have like a little, a little um, uh, filing system of like different ideas and and different people that are that identify as those types and and that sort of thing. So I'm kind of keeping track as I go. So it starts with the concept, and then I, I would say it's probably more of like the tone of the music or the melody uh-huh. that I sort of feel like, all right, that works or doesn't work, or um, and so then it kind of comes from there. So I. I try really, really hard to, uh, there comes a point in researching each type where I, I, I feel like I, I hit a point where it, like my heart kind of breaks for the type. And as soon as I get mm. there, I kind of know that I'm ready to, to write the song. Right. Um, cause right. I, I, I feel like there's, you know, you kind of know the, the obvious things about each type. And then when you learn a little bit more and you, you start to understand like the wounds or the, uh, just the really difficult stuff um, for each type. I, that's that's when I started to realize, like, okay, this is that's the perspective I need to write from is is uh, a deep sense of empathy for the type, not just like, oh yeah, I understand it. I wanna I wanna I wanna feel it, not just understand it as I'm writing. So. When that happens, whether that's through conversations with different um, people that identify as the type I'm writing about, or um, uh, just, I have a giant stack of Enneagram books yeah. <laughs> right here, I, I kind of just page through. I watch even YouTube videos of, of um, there's there's several that are that are helpful of, of Father Richard Rohr that talk about yeah. each types and. Um, or each of the each of the nine, uh, and so yeah, so that's sort of my process. And then I'll, I'll give Chris Hewitt a call, and I will I will basically uh, ask him to explain it like I don't understand anything about the type, and he'll really? spend like fifteen minutes just being like, "All right." So I was about to say, how long is that call? It's just fifteen minutes. It, it, well, it turns out to be an hour, but we're probably right. talking about it for <laughs> for fifteen twenty minutes. Um, we're usually talking about whatever movie we just saw or <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, that's been a really like helpful practice. And then even as I'm, as I'm like halfway through or almost through, I'll, I'll start like, I'll start fact checking <laughs> what I'm writing with different people. I'll be like, Hey, you're a three. Does this, does this make you feel encouraged or super embarrassed? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I have to do that very carefully because I, I feel like when I have too many voices in my head, it starts to get a little, a little scary. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of the process, but then the lyrics will, that's, that's the hardest part. And, um, it, it takes me the longest of the writing of the song. The other stuff can be a little bit more fun because I'm, you know, I get to explore different production ideas or, or whatever else, according to the type, but the, the yeah, lyrics and talk just have about to, the fingerprints you do with each song because I think that's well A I think it's fun because I got to do it but also yeah thank you so much seven of me to be like I liked it because I I got to be it I'm sorry (laughs) it's actually my way of convincing my friends to have to like that that song that's about them (laughs) (laughs) it's like well of course I like the song I'm in the song (laughs) you can't hate a song you're in that's right so the fingerprints are um, I I send invitations to like my friends and family uh, and ask them what type they are and if they'd be up for like recording any sound in the world and it could be like the the shortest sound or it can be uh, literally anything and I will use it and I'll kind of weave it into the fabric of the song and so that's it's it's actually really fun for me because I, I get to have all the people that I love represented in this song and and uh, hopefully that you know the song itself represents them but I know that their little their little sound flag is kind of waving in the song in the background so and you were kind enough to send the amazing sound of your laughter which is oh my gosh so, so loud. such a perfect sound <laughs> so and do you know what's really embarrassingly true Ryan is the first time I listened to the song I was like there's my laugh there oh, really? it is <laughs> I amazing. found it I knew it and then Good. when you went through the podcast and said here's where this happened and here's where this happened I was like yeah, I know. I had already heard my laugh. <laughs> That's so like, great. Only Annie. Only Annie would like, oh, there I am. I mean, That's perfect. Ridiculous. I love it because it is. it feels a little bit sad when, when friends are like, I couldn't hear it. And I'm like, I, well, it's in there. <laughs> yeah, I promise. I promise. Okay, so and then also the other thing that I think is just brilliant is besides you and the instruments you play, if there's any instrument on it that you didn't play, that person is the same number. Yep, exactly. So they're like my, my guest bands for each song. So um, for the seventh song, I had my guest band of John Foreman saying all the harmonies. And I then, thought that was cool. Yeah, he's he, I love his voice. And so I forgot he was a seven. I got I feel like I got way cooler remembering that John Foreman was a seven. <laughs> he elevates all sevens, right? Right. Um, he, so it was funny because he, he was like, I, I've been told I'm a seven. I think I'm a seven. Um, but I, I kind of always thought he was. 
So it worked out. I'm, and it, cause that's the last thing I want to do is like, you know, force people into a song that isn't their type. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like, they're like, I'm a four. I'm like, no, you're not. Right. <laughs> you're this. But, um, so yeah, so each, each song contain or is, has musicians that identify as, uh, as that type. So, yeah. uh, Emiko Banks and played all the violins. And, um, so how, how did I find which, which Like, how did you find people that were musicians that matched the numbers? Did you just know, do you know your friends' numbers? I, some of them, yes. And some of them, I just would blatantly ask. And a lot of them were like, I have no idea what, what you're talking about. Um, and then they either did like a, just a little reading online about it or just talked to me about it. And we kind of narrowed down what they thought they were. And, um, so I, before I wrote any of these songs, I, 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 that, that list or that folder that I kept, um, I was also kind of keeping track of every, every person I could think of, like who, uh, you know, I would basically try to reach out to everybody and ask what their type was. (laughs) Right. Right. It was very annoying, uh, for a couple of years, but, um, has that, that's, yeah. How, when did you start all these? How long have you been working on this? I've been working on them. I think the first one, oh my gosh, I don't actually know when the first one came out. It's probably been almost a year for the actual Enneagram songs. But so I did the Intelligence Centers right before I did the actual types. Um, so I wrote those three songs, Head, Heart, and Mind, uh, right before that were sort of the segue into into the Enneagram. So I was technically writing those Enneagram songs, um, I think earlier last year. So um, it is. it has been a, a good solid year. So I've been... I've been Gosh. taking my time writing these songs. I really want to make sure they don't they don't a suck and b be like just entirely wrong about the right <laughs> so right exactly. That take that's taken me a little longer than I anticipated. You still put one out. Say how often they they, they come out once a month now. Is that I feel like they're I, I feel like they're probably on a every other month schedule. Yeah, that's still point. that's pretty incredible. Fully impressive. Uh, I don't put you. out books once a month or once every other month. So well, books are way harder to write. <laughs> Dis- I've never uh, written agree. one. Agree. Disagree. Times oh a thousand. Gosh. Disagree. You've for sure written a book. It just has come out in a lot of different um, <laughs> ways. And so, okay. So then you go through, after you have the song done, do you send it to people to, to like, did John hear it before we all heard it? You know, sometimes I will, and other times I, I, I sometimes won't because if if I feel like I'm done with it, I sort of like can't handle the idea of showing anybody until oh, it's amen. like the release day. <laughs> you know, it's sort of like because you can't um, change it. You're like I can't, I can't change, change it. it. I've already let it go. Yes, so I, I know. I, and so some sometimes I will if they've if they've shown like a particular interest in it. Um, I think I, I can't remember if I sent it to John. Um, I know for the last song I sent it to a bunch of friends because I I think I finished it well before. For like the release of it, so I, I was kind of excited and sent it in around to everybody. But I, I never ask if it's okay. <laughs> right, right. You just go enjoy. Like, bye. Like, Here's a song and you love it. Okay. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a song and P.S. You adore it. See <laughs> yes, you later. Exactly. <laughs> That's so good, Ryan. I'm very sensitive. Um, very sensitive. And then you do. Hey, join the club, brother. Um, <laughs> That's why I don't read. I mean, I my dad reads all my Amazon reviews, but I do not. Oh, that's, Dad's always like, did awesome you though. see there was a new one that was so nice? I was like, Dad, I really didn't. I didn't. But tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to Because you can't it, change it. I know they're the important, and I appreciate I'm I am like incredibly grateful when people take time to write them. Yes, me but too. But I can't change the product. I completely get it. And what's interesting, and I'm sure... I'm sure this is not an Enneagram thing, but just a, a universal human experience. But the weight of a negative comment versus a positive comment oh, is listen. it's like I, I'm sure there's some mathematical way of figuring it out, but it's its in the thousands to one. Oh, for sure it is. <laughs> for know? sure it is. I can, I can remember like word for word the, you know, the mean, the mean comments that I've come across about my music and I... I can't say the same thing about the very sweet words that people share. I know, I know. <laughs> Which is I'm trying to. I'm working that, really but. hard to give them greater weight. Yes. Uh, if you figure out how, please let me know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll teach you. I'll just do a, I'll do a so- series of songs about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then after you do the song, then you do a podcast explaining the whole thing to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I was saying to somebody recently that the podcast is, it's a podcast all about my music hosted by me it's like the most narcissistic <laughs> thing of all time it's your three moments <laughs> yeah, exactly um so yeah so it it is a podcast where i basically um explain the intentionality behind every lyric every instrumentation or instrument that i use or guest on it or um production like uh, kind of everything and i think that the most fun is doing these enneagram episodes so i'm doing um i started with with other songs of mine as well uh but then the when it 
once it got into the Enneagram and bringing Chris Hewitz as a guest on it. So he, he does a beautiful job of, of uh, talking about each type and, and giving advice and kind of words of encouragement to those, those people in relationships with that type. And, um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a really fun, um, speaking of like letting go of something it's this has been like a really helpful process for me um in kind of like i'm documenting what i put into the songs and then i'm i'm letting not only the song go but i'm i'm letting all that information go too wow yeah and it's really fun to listen yeah it's so fun to hear um i've really enjoyed listening to your process again i think anybody who's in a creative field whether they are like yeah, I think it's why we like watching cooking shows too. Yeah, because oh, totally. we don't just like seeing the cake. I have a friend exactly. Molly, and she does like Sunday bakes every week on her Instagram, oh, and she'll take yeah. you through the whole process of baking something. And her little dots across her Instagram story become like you know the dashes become dots. <laughs> yeah, but it's so fun because we oh, love seeing so the cool. process, and you you offer us a insight into the process that I've never seen before. Oh, that's so cool to hear. Thank you. I, I, I personally love all making of type of things. So I, yeah. was, my podcast basically evolved from just these blog posts that I was doing. So I was kind of documenting like all the little Easter eggs and things like that, that I put into my songs. Um, but just in like a blog format, which at some point or another, I was like, wait, this is kind of dumb because it's words and these are all sounds that I'm talking about. Why am I not showing people, <laughs> you know? Right. Just, right. Why am I not just saying like, the actual, sound yeah I'm describing everything um so yeah it's been it's been a really fun thing and I I wasn't at all sure when I started it if anybody would care or if I would even enjoy doing it and um I it's been really really uh like I said like it's like a helpful way of letting go of the songs and I I really enjoy the process of it and uh, it's I will say that I hate listening to my own voice (laughs) really I know that's like a normal talking and singing singing I'm totally like I, I I'm, I'm used to it and so it feels like an instrument to me like it feels like I'm very used to the how my cello sounds you know what I mean yes like, yes yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes it's not doing anything that's like surprising to me um right <laughs> editing my my actual speaking voice and realizing how many times I say um or uh, repeat things sure, or sure. oh my gosh that's a that's been a little bit of a mind game <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure it is I'm like I know. afraid to talk to people live because I'm like oh no I can't edit this as a it's coming out of my mouth. So. Oh, I had a conversation yesterday. I wish I got to edit this before I said it to you, <laughs> but we're just standing here. So if we I could can. live like if we could double our lifespan so that we can just have all that extra editing time. I, know. <laughs> I wish be, at, at people on the receiving end of my conversations wish that I could edit more than <laughs> no I get way. to. Um, no okay. Way. So do you think your is your goal to be done by the end of the year with eight and nine? I would love to be um, definitely with the writing of it. Um, but yeah. I think that if I had to guess, I my guess is that nine will come out in either end of January or end of December, early January. That's, uh, kinda, okay. that's what I think. But every time I say that, it slides as as deadlines do. It slides as back. So I feel like when I when I put a date down, it's it's inevitably going to go backwards. <laughs> what? Yeah, no joke. What do you think it's going to feel like when you're done? Like, what are you thinking about as you're coming closer to the finish line? Oh, gosh. Um. I am not doing a great job at thinking it through. <laughs> right, that's totally fine. Because it's um, your number that's last, so it, it right, probably yeah. it feels different. <laughs> Chris Hewitz was actually saying that um, he's like, "Man, you're going to take forever to write your nine song." <laughs> right, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh man, don't tell me that." I'm like, "No, it's actually going to be the easiest song to write because I'm not representing another type. I'm just it's." Technically, I've been writing type nine songs my whole life. <laughs> right, man, the that's the truth. Every one of my books is a book that it w- that a seven. Exactly, would write. yeah. You've you've been writing seven books your whole life. That's right. And so I I hope that it will come together uh, as simple as that, but it probably will not. I I do think like on a totally serious note, I, I I feel like I've learned so much about everybody else that I love and care about, and I I truly don't know all that much. I mean, I'm sure I I deep down know a lot of what I'm about to learn with the type nine. But I feel like part of the uh, the need to avoid is is kind of it carries over into even understanding the enneagram about yourself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're doing that inner work, um, or if you're interested in doing that inner work, I think for a nine, it's probably pretty easy to to avoid really looking at some of that stuff. So I'm that will be my my very. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for it, but I'm I'm hoping to challenge myself in that way and and learn a whole lot about myself and hopefully do do some of that inner work through the song and 
and then forget about all of it and move on with life. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I'll move on and go on vacation and never, never yeah. listen to him ever and again. And go right back to the jerk that I was. No, that's right. Um, um, oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> um, well, I was friends with you before these started, and you weren't a jerk before, so <laughs> you don't you. get to. There is no going backwards. Unfortunately, okay, good. For you. I hope so. Um, tell me how this series, particularly, has informed your faith, or how your faith has informed this series. Like I said, each type uh, there's there comes a point where my heart is like like aching for them and yeah. I feel like that empathy just I hope it helps me love them better or at least um I don't know I I feel like that's sort of that's sort of been this this uh even even just like when when friends are going through really really difficult stuff I feel like what what I'm learning through the Enneagram has been has been really helpful in just understanding what they don't need and what they what uh-huh. they might need to uh-huh. um, from from me as a friend and um, so that has definitely, and, and also, I mean, on a much larger note, I, I feel like the intricacies of people is, is so, it's so beautiful. And the, the closer yeah. you get to each of these types, I think that, um, I don't know, it just makes me, it, it kind of blows my mind. So I'm, I'm glad that God created each of these nine types. If, yeah. the, if there really are nine types, I, I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> I'm, right. they seem, they seem really, really beautiful. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. I heard a, a pastor teach a couple of weeks ago and say, and you tell me if you agree or disagree with this. He said the the goal of faith is actually not to become more more like God. Our goal is not to become God. Our goal is to become more human. Oh, connected I love that. with God, absolutely right. Like absolutely. God didn't say, "I'm making a bunch of you in my image so that you will try to be me." We yeah. aren't going to be God. Yeah, but absolutely. the healthiest version of us and the most spiritually centered version of us is actually us going after, like me going after. What is a what is Annie if she is redeemed and restored and healthy? That's the goal. Yes, absolutely. And I, and I really feel like the Enneagram points to that. If you, if like that inner work and, and trying to become like that redeemed version of yourself, like I feel like that's exactly what that means is becoming more human. It's not at all being perfect. It's, it's a, just being more um, open to the experiences that God puts in front of you and, and being more uh, empathetic towards the people around you. So yeah, I feel like I love that quote. That's amazing. Yeah, you can have it. I don't, I would say it out loud if I remembered who it was. I genuinely don't. So <laughs> it's ours. Now it's yours. It's ours you said forever. It. Yeah. <laughs> I said it. Um, okay. You're going to hate this question, but I'm going to ask you, and now you have to answer the truth. Oh, you have done all this work for us and you have not gotten paid anything. Oh, <laughs> and you are creating art that all of us are just in love with. How can we pay you for this? How can we pay you real money for the work? What are some ways? No, that honestly, it is. I know you're going to hate it. it, but you have to answer. <laughs> I do Ryan. hate it. Um, no, I, I truly listening to it and sharing it is the that is that is how I get paid in. in well, in, in that a is not way. true. You no. cannot eat off of how many times I share this song. Oh, it totally does. It totally translates because. Um, well, I don't know. Without going into the weeds about how Spotify sure. works, and <laughs> okay, okay. So Spotify is helping. Spotify is great. I, I know so many artists that are bummed out by a lot of the uh, the ways that money works in Spotify. And but from from my perspective as an artist, like it has been, I would say it's single handedly been the the most helpful tool in my whole career of sharing my music with new people. Um, but also, it is the it's the way I make money. So it, it truly is you you telling your friends about it and even inviting me on this podcast that's more than paying for the, <laughs> the work well, that I've done. I'm not sure about but that. That is but... a very sweet question and you're right I totally don't love it. <laughs> and I know I knew you wouldn't and at some point you you were telling me last week at some point we will have merch to go with each number, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm working on, um, a, I think, a couple shirts per type that will have lyrics from, uh, I think it'll be in my handwriting and lyrics from each of the types. So that'll be, I think that'll be available pretty soon. And then... Okay, good. Like, that's like, we can think Christmas gifts. Yeah, totally. And then okay, um, great. probably early next year is when the Atlas Year 2 will be completed, which it contains the Enneagram. And then I'm also going to do like a, a, a separate Enneagram, like vinyl release for it as well. <gasps> yes, because my goal is to have a record player by the end of this year. Oh, awesome. Good. Well, it's I know gonna, it sounds like a ridiculous this, goal because just go buy one, Annie, but it is dreams, a goal to get you're gonna, the right You're going to reach your dream this year. I'm really excited Thank for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I just want to make sure I buy the right one. That's my problem. You can go to Urban Outfitters and buy one. I'm scared I'm going to buy one that isn't going to make the me... The U-turn have... ones that they sell at Urban Outfitters are great. And um, I, I think there's another one called Project, 
project yeah that they they have really great ones too so okay that's I may my just, recommendation for your offline dream. i may just get you to send me links of what i should just get totally and if you're like most people that listen to vinyl um you mostly will collect vinyl and then listen to it on spotify <laughs> uh, right except those random times when i'm making spaghetti and then exactly. i'm trying to be like that version of annie that like makes spaghetti and listens to records i don't know spaghetti and vinyl do not mix well because you're gonna every, they'll be very you know, far apart from each other 15 minutes you're gonna have to switch sides or whatever <laughs> that's right good point sauce Great point. on there <laughs> okay so eventually there will be merch yep we can listen on spotify and when the albums are finished, we can purchase the whole album from you. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, I'm just never going to be the friend who's okay stealing this quality oh art. Oh my gosh, you are not stealing anything. It, like it, I it's no, you're giving it freely. But there's got. I just wanted. I want all my friends to know that there are ways when when artists make things that you love, there are ways to support the artists. So because I don't want you to have to start working at Chick Fil A, even though we love Chick Fil A. <laughs> I don't want you to be like I made these incredible songs. Also, I work at Chick Fil A again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at anything else other than uh, enjoying writing songs. So I've got no backup plan. I don't think I'd even be able to work at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so, right. <and> I, <laughs> Guess I what? I don't have a backup plan either. for my job either. <laughs> so we're we're in trouble if these things don't work out. The Lord's going to have to teach us. <laughs> exactly. Um, Sorry, that's well, our, okay, our girls so, in the background. They're a part of this podcast now. So I hope I you love it. That. How old are they? Well, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Oh. Oh, so yeah. one of them is very sad. Yeah, one of them is right? very sad. Sorry, Chad, if you have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mind. There's a lot of times we have children crying in the background. It's usually me crying, so it's fine. Do you need to take care of your um, person? Uh, I'm trying to... My wife is outside, and our children are oh, afraid of the people so that much. are in front of our house. So that's a play-by-play. Oh. Everybody's safe. Bless. Everybody's okay. They just oh, they're so sad. <laughs> they are really sad. Okay, Ryan. So our last well, for starters, let me say thank you for writing the songs you write. Aww, we are you. we are living on a I'm not exaggerating. We live on a better planet because people like you make art. So oh, thank I am you so much. So grateful. Um the last question we always ask, which you're not gonna be surprised because this is a show run by a seven. And and it's called That Sounds Fun, and we gotta know what you do for fun. Oh goodness. Um I love movies so much. Like so yeah. much. Like it, it, like that is my only like self care thing that I do, which is probably yeah. not something I should admit. Like <laughs> I should I should do like exercise or like eat healthy, but that's like the only thing where I know like, well, we'll just, it just feels good. Like I love, I love story and I love being transported in that way. So I go to movies and I started going to movies by myself, which is kind of a revelatory thing. (laughs) I do too, man. It's kind of the best. I mean, it's the best. I'm apparently very, very, very uh, particular about sound and how people are around me and if there's ah, not, okay. if there's a lot of talking. So going by myself uh, affords me the opportunity to sit wherever I want. <laughs> no, I, I enjoy there. I have, I have a, a handful of friends that I love going to movies with too, but um, the solo movie outing has been a, a new, a new level, a level up in my life. <laughs> right. Okay. So what's the best movie you've seen lately? Oh, a good question. So I keep track of every movie that I watch. Um, so I'm going to read do. you a list that of feels really 16 true. movies. No, <laughs> um, the best movie I've seen recently, I loved, uh, I really loved Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. Which is um, not my traditional uh, favorite kind of movie. But yeah. it's kind of a masterpiece of of like action cinema. So I would okay. say I love that one. Um, I watched Three Identical Strangers, which was just really interesting. Oh, I'm dying to see that. Yeah, one. it's really fun. It's re- I mean, well, it's it's super sad too. But <laughs> it's just fascinating alert. that three tri- that triplets didn't know each other until they were grown ups. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah, it yeah. is super fascinating. But I would say my, my like the the more my absolute favorites this year were like The Incredibles two. Totally love Pixar and everything they do. Okay. Um, and One Should Be My Neighbor was another. Oh, massive. listen. We don't even have the time. Oh my gosh! But won't you be my neighbor? Was unbelievable. I feel like won't you be my neighbor is like the the enneagram movie for all types. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, I need to go back and look at it like that. What do you think, Mister Rogers was? Oh gosh, that's a really good question. Maybe I, oh I don't know. Maybe like a super super helpful or super healthy too. I that would have been my guess too. Or with like it a one a really wing, I think he's two. got a one wing. There's some one in there, no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> listening about that very, they do have such a respectful job about his childhood. Yes, but it seemed really painful. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, but that movie was like, like I don't, I don't cry a lot, and that one definitely got me to tear up. 
<laughs> right. I know. It was beautiful. All right. Okay. That's it, buddy. That's all we need from you. Thank you for doing this. Oh, gosh. I love talking to you. Thank you for, for letting me be a part of this. Oh, if you are figuring out your Enneagram type and, and working through that discovery and you are a one through a seven, I hope you will go download and listen to Ryan's songs. In fact, listening to all of them has been so helpful for me. Like I told you, I've grown so much sympathy and empathy and care for the other types through listening to the songs that Ryan has created and the podcast. And any way you can figure out to support him, let's do it because he is doing some beautiful, beautiful, uh, really deep work on behalf of all of us, other types besides his own. I just can't believe he hadn't even done his own yet. If you're an eight or a nine, you heard him in the next few months, you'll get your song as well. So I'm just such a massive fan of his work and the seven, the seven song I love. And I'm just so grateful. So make sure you follow him everywhere. He's sleeping at last. That's and tell him thanks. You guys are doing, you know, one of my favorite things right now is that people that are guests on the show, uh, it, particularly Shelly Giglio, Sam Ponder, the witches, Jenna Claire and Mary Kate. Uh, some of our shows lately, and Shannon Martin said this to me too. I've said, "Oh my gosh, your people like say the nicest things to me." I'm like, "I know my people are the best. You are the best friends in the world." I just love that after you listen, you actually say to the people how grateful you are for their time. So thank you for doing that. That means so much to me. And it's meaning a lot to our guests. So if you get a chance, after you listen to Ryan's song that connects closest to you, make sure you tell him and support him financially and all the things. So, hey, if there's anything else I can do for you, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. You know this. Annie F. Downs. We'll say F is for fun today because that's what we sevens try to be. Annie F. Downs all across the internet, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you need me. That's how you can find me. And my new book, Remember God, just released a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't gotten a copy, I would love for you to get that and read that. It's just a, one of the ways you can get to know me better and hear a different side of my life than what you have heard exactly on the podcast. So go out there and do something that sounds fun to you. Ryan's going to go to the movies. I'm going to eat dinner with some friends. You go out and do something that sounds fun to you too. Y'all have a great Monday. Thanks for joining us on Monday shows. I really love Monday shows. I'm glad you're here too. And we will see you on Thursday. <laughs>